0: Hello and welcome to the Ecclesia Podcast, where we're sharing stories and conversations about what it looks like to live in a holistic Christian missional community. I'm Jeremy Schrader, here with my friend Eric Wally. And today, Eric, we actually get a really fun conversation. Yeah, it's one I've been wanting to have for a while. It's uh, it's Pastor Mitzi and Pastor Manny. and we learned about the Nostoi community, which is a you know a, a ministry that serves primarily our unhoused or our friends in housing transition. And Matt, uh, Manny has been leading this you know this community for years and years and years. Manny himself has a unique story that ties him to this mission really closely, and um, it's just a chance to get to hear and peek behind the curtain of, you know, what, what goes into, you know, caring for this community, who is this community and, um, yeah, sharing some stories from, you know, the interactions they've been able to have. It's so uh, you're in for a treat and, um, it's a conversation. Manny, I'm so excited that you and I get a chance to talk today about the Nostoy community. This is um, a community and a ministry that I am very passionate about and actually wish that I had more time to give to and have so many wonderful, sacred moments from being a part of it. And this is our chance to, yeah, talk more about that. And so kind of a first question I have for you, Manny, to, to kick this off is what does no stoy mean? And who comprises the Nostoy community?
1: Yeah, that's it that has been a question for um, for a long time. Um, not only not a question about Nostoy, but um, what to name the, the community. Um, I got really tired and didn't like um, homeless ministry or ministry to the homeless because it um, it actually is much more than that but also at the same time there's so much there can be a lot of negative images and um, feelings associated with homeless being homeless or Mm -hmm. being referred to as homeless and so uh, for a long time it just kicked around like what are we actually trying to do just thought about that and and, uh, first of all ecclesia has you know we are houston's christian missional community so we had to incorporate mission uh, community in, in there, of course. So community, um, but um, you know, whenever I talk to somebody about why they're at Ecclesia, how come they came to Ecclesia, they they always not always, but a lot of the times it was I just feel at home here. Mm-hmm. I just like I walked in and it was just it felt like home, and so I was like, well, homecoming like let's work with that. So we kicked it around some more. And then of course, um, so I wanted to find something that didn't already have, um, an organization or something associated with the name. Wanted to be, of course, be independent and be individual. Um, so started looking at Greek, started looking at different languages and, um, and somehow stumbled across Nostoi. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, was actually from the Greek word, um, the Greek Iliad, or the story of the Iliad. Um, and so went to go look it up and was had a hard time finding, like, what is actually a definition of Nostoi. Yeah. It's very hard to find. So I was like, perfect. We can practically make <laughs> up what we want and just have it be there. But I found some, uh, um, some references that it can't actually pull up anymore. I don't know where they went. Some from Harvard and... Just some other organizations or uh, educational institutions, and so homecoming. Um, no story does mean homecoming when folks in the Iliad were coming home, warriors and stuff. Um, so decided to use that, and then some beautiful references came up to a song of homecoming mm. and um, returning home and and um, return to light and life. And I was like, man, that's perfect, you know. So that's what we came up with no story. And of course, community is a group of folks, like-minded folks. So that's what we came up with no story community.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I remember telling you recently that I I read a book and the theme of homecoming was one of the themes of this book. And they use the word no story in that book. And yeah, so I love that. And at a a barbecue that we hosted earlier this year. I remember talking to one of our guests and he was enjoying his plate of barbecue. And I said, yeah, so tell me why you like coming here. How's it going today? And he said, being here makes me feel like I'm coming home. And when he said that, I just got all these goosebumps and that I was so excited to share that with you because that is, the atmosphere that we are trying to provide for folks. And so who, maybe we don't have a typical, but is there a typical member of the Nostoy community or describe the different kinds of folks who find their way to be part of this community?
1: Um, well, first and foremost, at least recently, um, it's our neighbors. It, um, folks who you may see walking up and down Houston Avenue mm-hmm. for a long time. It was a, a lot of the folks who were actually camping out not too far from here over by Harmony House, mm-hmm. friends at Harmony House. Um, and while we were at Taft, it, it, even though it wasn't called Nostoy Community, it was folks passing through, just happened to come come in um, to, to the coffee house. Yeah, so it was anybody who um happens to be in, I like to think, in, in search of not only um, just needs, mm-hmm. but somebody who's in search of connection, mm-hmm. who is actually looking to be a part of something. And actually, um, folks who are trying to get away from particular situations our friends who are on the street are looking for safe places to be Mm who was having a hard time finding a place where they can come and just relax and not feel like they're going to be run off a lot of our friends are living on the street um and but a lot of our friends also are our neighbors a couple blocks away who come over and happen to be touched by what we're doing and want to be part of it or actually have a need and they find that It's close and we're hospitable and we're welcoming so they come and be a part of it. So it is folks living on the street unhoused and those who do have a home um, but are looking for a community Mm. Um, because we like to think that us walking with folks, it doesn't end when if they're on the street and they get housed, that our relationship does not end there. We stay in a lot of, we stay in contact with a lot of folks who are housed, Mm -hmm. um, and they still come back because mm-hmm. they, they do. It feels like they're, they're at home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I still remember talking um, to one of our friends and he was saying that he, one thing he really loves about Simple Feast is that this is a place where he gets to sit down at a table and enjoy his meal for as long as it takes for him to finish his meal and that he doesn't have someone coming behind him kind of waiting for him to move on. And that he just, he really, really enjoyed that. And Manny, how, like what has shaped the kind of hospitality that we get to provide so that people keep wanting to come back, so that people feel like they have a place to belong?
1: Uh, well, there, there's so much that goes into that, not only of, my contribution, but of um, Ecclesians from the Mm -hmm. past Mm -hmm. um, and also folks who don't even come to Ecclesia, who aren't part of Ecclesia as a church member. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So what I believe shapes um, who we're we're trying to touch um, or how we touch people is we are I early on I wanted to um we're a missional community Ecclesi is a missional community Mm -hmm. so how do we declare the kingdom now to people how do we introduce them and it's tapping into the truths that are all around us and then having that that be the guide the guide to the funnel that we have to direct people into the community so the truths of of Creation. Mm. We're tapping into that. That in itself is a declaration of the God of the universe being present and here with us. And so, how we are created, and how we created, are to be just social beings. Mm. We are social beings meant to be in community. And so, how do we do that? How do we tap into that truth that that resonates with people? Um first of all we have to invite the Holy Spirit in. I mean yeah. prayer is yeah. crucial to what we do. It's it's the bedrock of how of what we do.
0: I think you're so right Manny and you and I have had many conversations about the Holy Spirit's hospitality and how that's what we want to emulate. That, in a sense, we are co-hosting this community with the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who's inviting. We get to be co-hosts, and we get to also provide that hospitality. You know, it, it, it's making me think of um, anyone who's gotten an email from you, Manny, has seen your tagline at the end that says, no stoy Community, where you and me become we. When you were telling me that, I don't know, years ago, again, just some goosebumps, and that is what you say, but that's also what I see. I mean, tell me more about that, where you and me become we.
1: Um, well, I will, but getting back to the prayer, each and every one of us needs something different. Mm-hmm. We we are looking to fill a a different hole inside of us. I mean, it's all can be filled by God and the Holy Spirit, but we all have something that we're kind of at a deficit within us that we're looking to have someone touch Mm -hmm. or Mm fill. And it's different for everybody. And I can't tap into that. I don't know. I don't have that discernment or psychological (sighs) prowess about people to figure out what that person needs and meet that need. So that's why prayer is so important because it is the Holy Spirit either Mm -hmm. speaking to me or through somebody else in the community Mm -hmm. and to touch someone in particular. And once that person is touched in only a way that the Holy Spirit can guide us, I mean, we are, I don't want to take away from our own individual um, qualities or our gifts, to speak to somebody or even the stories intersect mm-hmm. that we can share something to have in common that touches somebody, but to take it to another level, we have to invite the Holy Spirit in to actually speak to us to, Hey, what does this person really need at this particular time? Because it's not always what we think that they need. Mm-hmm. So just circling back to that. And I forgot what you were asking me about. Yeah, no, and part. we you know, we can actually go back <laughs> to that later, but,
0: but hearing you talk about the Holy Spirit, Manny, and knowing that people have different needs, that we cannot put all people who are unhoused or in housing transition into into one category or even mm-hmm. two or even three. Yeah. And I know that you have a sensitivity to that, not only because of your own relationship with God, but because at one time in your life, homelessness was the reality that you found yourself in. And so I'm wondering if you'd be willing to, to talk a little bit about how you found yourself there and what that experience was like and what you were looking for during that time.
1: Um, well, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm mm-hmm. um, a person in long-term recovery, um, so a lot of my story about um, about being out on the street or alternative lifestyles, um, a lot of it was due to my alcoholism, where mm-hmm. I couldn't maintain work or just couldn't maintain relationships, and um, and so that's a lot of the reason why I was out on the street myself mm-hmm. um, at the very beginning. Um, it took a while to finally come around to understanding the need to get sober a whole, a lot of the big piece of the pie for wanting to get sober is of course my daughter. Mm. I had a daughter, um, And so I wanted to be the father to her that I know she needed to be and that I know that I wanted to be. But also a big part of me wanting to change was the understanding of God's love and what God has done for us and is willing to do for us Mm -hmm. and has in store for us. Yeah. And knowing that to in a deep fundamental way within myself compels me to want to do the right thing. To mm. be like, I have this life. It's a gift. I have the ability to love people. Like, how do I do that well? With that gift, do I squander that? No, I got to dive deeper into that. Mm-hmm. So how do we do that well? I have the resources available here at Ecclesia. So how do we use those resources well to, to love people? Well, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm getting off topic again, but here we go. But we're doing really good. So that is, you know, the the reason why we do a lot of the things to do. And so it's out of my story Mm -hmm. that when I was given the opportunity to engage people, um, that I had, I, I took advantage of it through my story e- ecclesia hired me um right out of rehab mm-hmm. and um, not too many people know that but that it they hired me right out of rehab the, our stories lined up where they needed somebody to do um the job of of, of maintenance and mm-hmm. janitorial and and so and i needed the job and uh, I had built up relationships while I was on the street here.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: informs a lot of what we do. Mm. Uh, when I was coming to Ecclesia, I was looking just to get out of the heat. I was riding my back, bike back from work and I was like, "Man, it's hot." And I saw somebody go into a building and you know, Chris talks about their 17 parking spaces at <laughs> Taft. <laughs> yeah. So I saw somebody go through that little parking lot, go into the building and Um, I recognized it as being a public place because of the way the door was structured. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to head in there and see what kind of uh, AC they have. Mm -hmm. And it was Taft Street. Mm. And someone offered me some free, you know, apricot iced tea. And I took advantage of it. And so I kept coming back because of the hospitality. And so getting to know people and I, I just see God working and weaving my experiences into uh, almost a playbook
0: Hmm. of
1: how to engage other people Mm. because Mm -hmm. of the way he was working. God was working through the people already at Ecclesia and Taft Street. And what was already going on within this community was actually pulled me in and then was a wonderful teacher for what I'm doing now. And, of course, Holy Spirit was working on me on the side yeah. because at that time I was offered a place to live. And and um, I chose not to because I knew um, Holy Spirit said that it's not time. Hmm. So when I was offered a bed to say there's a room here for you if you want to stay. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit was, was not time. I stayed there one night, and I didn't sleep well. Hmm. So I was like, well, it's not time. And, you know, the people that offered me were like, okay, whatever, you know. And so (laughs) I was like, so I I went back to my bench and there's a whole story behind that. And I was sleeping on that park bench for, for a couple more months before I decided before it was time Mm. to move back in. And that was a great learning experience. Also, not only the community of Ecclesia, but also the Holy Spirit being with me, me allowing time, had space while living on the street. Yeah. To allow that teaching to take root or to understand it, to dive deeper into what was going on there. So that does inform a lot of what, what we do.
0: What do you think it is about our ecclesia community, our ethos, our values that, one, welcomed you in, two, brought you into? Serve on the staff, and then three continue to be extremely supportive of the Nostoi Ministry and of you. What is it about Ecclesia?
1: Well, I think it's it's about the foundation of God's Word. You know, about welcoming welcoming people. About hey, this is not exclusive. We're not an exclusive club that you have yes. to look this way yes. or that you have to, you know, act this particular way. That it is an open door Mm. for anybody and everybody to walk through who wants to walk through it, you know, to walk through that door. Jesus talks about himself being a door and, you know, and so walking through. And I think that is foundational to, to, you know, to what we do, to what, to what attracted me. Um, also the, you know, at, at that time, um, and we still are, it was a reliance on a part of art and beauty and Mm -hmm. and and creation Mm -hmm. you know and so um ex Ex nihilo gallery i think we're still saying it right uh, they had a full-fledged gallery and that attracted me Mm -hmm. and the willingness to engage culture and also education um it was a bookstore Mm -hmm. full-fledged bookstore remember going in there and not even realizing that it was a bookstore by a church and so that willingness to engage you know chris had the you know, the gospel according to the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, who is this guy? Is he, you know, and, and, and it was those things, this not being afraid of the world. Mm. I have this background with a, another religious organization who just tried to sh- we shelter from the world and, and not engage it and to run away from the world. But this openness to engage in creation. Um, I, I hear, I, I, you know, throw out some names. I don't want to, but like David Capes, you know, God called creation good. It's mm. good, so let's just let's, let's engage with 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 the creation on all levels. The concrete is good. God, mm. every particle, every molecule is good. So let's engage that. So that that's the willingness to engage. I mean, when we pivoted during the pandemic to, you know, being online, it's like we weren't afraid of it you know we can move around to it it's everything is good we can utilize it for mm-hmm. good it's it's in our hands so it's in our power to be good so i think that's what really is foundational to what we're doing we're not really afraid of incorporating anything into god's mission into our you know our our own um stories about how we engage people and in the, using the building Mm-hmm. I mean, it, as much as possible that we have this gift of a building. Yeah. And I mentioned it during Simple Feast, like, thank you for this building. Thank God if before the meal for the building for AC. Because um, it is a gift. And mm-hmm. we get to open it and we get to share it with people. And just understanding that at, at everything that we have is a gift from God. And that we want to welcome it, people to use it as much as possible. Invite people in. And of course, food. I mean, <laughs> how wonderful and beautiful is food? You know yes. how much we love food. Everything that we do, food is, you know, essential to what we do. It's a great, you know, leveling,
0: mm-hmm. that,
1: that leveling the playing field. And we all have to eat, no matter what's going on. Sometimes we have to stop and we have to go. Everybody's got to eat some yeah. sometime. Yeah. And um, and some of our most profound. Um, eat, relationships are forged over meals and it's part of what we do if you you know weddings we eat funerals we eat mm-hmm. closing a big deal i guess i never done that but then we <laughs> they eat over a meal you know um oh it's it's over food that yeah. is weaves in and out of no matter where you're at in this world whatever culture you're part of food is a huge part of that and there's a reason for that once again god created it it's entering into god's system mhm Mm-hmm. That he put in place to sustain us, this planet, us, and when we engage in that once again, engage in one of those truths mm-hmm. that we all have to eat and we're taken within this something that God created that that adds something to whatever we're doing,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean there's something incredibly sacred that happens when we gather at a table. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm just thinking about another conversation I had with someone who said, you know, I, I've been at other places where they they drive up in a van and they hand us food in, in a brown paper bag and then they take off. And this person said, but you all are inviting us to, into your building and and to sit down with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that's incredible. And so we talked a little bit about food, And Simple Feast. I don't know that a lot of people know how Simple Feast started. Can you share that with us, Manny?
1: Yeah. it um, From my understanding, because there was a a backstory that I wasn't really privy to, um, but from my understanding, it was a group of Ecclesians Mm -hmm. um, just handing out sandwiches underneath the Pierce Elevated. They started out handing out sandwiches there. Mm -hmm. And then... um, for whatever reason um decided to um go to a park james Butte park mm-hmm. and they were the need there was tremendous, and so they started just i don't want to, um just growing i mean just seeing the need and wanting to do more instead of the sandwiches Then they started providing food and then um um at the time I was hired at see to do maintenance Mm -hmm. and kind of that kind of um work um but i was always at taft and i was at that time we wore many hats we still do but then it was kind of crazy (laughs) um um but it came to me and said hey we were doing this and we would like the church to support us and i was like that's awesome yes let's do it like what can we do Mm -hmm. um and so They had a list of things that they wanted to do, made some announcements. The first, they just wanted to say, Hey, come join us. You know, we need some help. Come join us. It's that that. invitation to come join us and we're doing this. And it was like, Yeah, get it into the bulletin, see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then so they started growing. So it was a grassroots effort that started. Um, And then we started going to James Bead Park. And then Mission Year Kids started getting involved, um, started pulling out the volleyball net, and and it just grew. And that was. Really, um, that whole time was really when we sunk our roots deep into, in, into what we do with the No Story community, because yeah. it, it encompassed so much of what we like to do, and uh, at, at, in my life, the Holy Spirit has always done that with me. Mm. Is at the very beginning, just kind of like shown the possibilities, or like just like really dense, um, I wouldn't say instruction, but Mm -hmm. just a dense picture of like what can happen and then kind of pull back a little bit and allow things to grow in kind of that direction. So with the volleyball nets and we were, um, folks would show up with their guitar and and then, you know, they have singing for each other. And then we'd have a little Bible study over Mm -hmm. in the corner on the blanket, five or six people would be doing that Mm -hmm. and then chess and it was like all this rich dense um activities of it filled with um not only caring but kindness mm. and acceptance yeah and, and 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 love just like wanting the best for like hey we've got a couple of hours together let's make the best that we can of this time together and love each other well yeah and so And from there, that informed of like, hey, what what can we do? And then when they closed down that park and we were moved from Taft here to Elder Mm -hmm. and the park was no longer available to us and they passed the no feeding ordinance. Mm, Then it was like, well, the next step for us is to invite people into our home. We're close enough. Hey, we have a building. Let's go over there. You guys are invited to our house. Now, instead of us coming to you, once you all come over, come to us. And we had the space to do it. Right. So that was yeah, it was really good.
0: The air condition is also really nice. Yeah, air conditioning is really <laughs>
1: good. Bathrooms are really good too. Running water.
0: So we've got simple feast every week on Sundays. We've got we we host a barbecue every third Saturday. And and we talked about how food is really important. But mm-hmm. it really is sort of a means to relationship. And that's something I remember you and I talked a lot about when I when I first started um, as a pastor here at Ecclesia, And so I do want to come back to your, your email signature and talking about relationships where you and me become we. So talk a little bit about that, Manny, and maybe share some of the significant relationships that you formed in the Nostoi community.
1: Um, yeah, I, that tagline. Um, I mean, it, it, You know, the last, it goes back more than just a few years, but the last, yeah, a few years have been really difficult in this country as far as being divisive, you know, whatever. I mean, it seems like we can find more things to argue about than we can come, you know, bring us closer together. And that was really getting to me. Mm -hmm. It still does. Mm -hmm. And especially if we're, you know, people of faith of, you know, following God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, um, that, that we need to become a, a we people yes, and not looking for ways to put division between us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, at that, it's behind that tagline. We threw around a couple of things, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm terrible at grammar for anybody reading my email, especially my last email. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> But you know, it was like me and you become us, or you and me become we. <laughs> I remember or, that know, conversation? Like, let's just throw something out there, and yeah. Um, so, but um, there is something about not only eating together, but mm-hmm. but working together mm-hmm. that if we're that. it it brings people close together that's what my last name was supposed to be about if anybody can decipher what i was trying to write there was it it, when we're working together it it brings that certain kind of familiar familiarity with each other yeah and once we've been around each other and we're working and it's kind of i wouldn't say an icebreaker but if you're working together you can talk about the work Mm-hmm. Right. If we're like, across from the table and we just met, it'd be like, of mm, be kind of awkward, kind of mm-hmm. until we can find some common ground. But if you're working together, it, that's kind of already have something in common, like performing this particular task. So doing stuff together, that's why um, at Simple Feast or even at the barbecue, um, anybody's welcome to come over and help out. Yeah. And oftentimes people will show up and they're looking forward to lending a hand. To helping out because then it, it provides them ownership. I mean, they yeah. get to say that I've been I've been throwing around the idea. I'm going to throw this around too much, but, but about changing the name of the barbecue to our barbecue. Mm. And it's because it's ours, our right? Barbecue. Yeah. It's 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 ours because you get to help out. You get to help out. anybody who wants to can come over and help out. Um, and um, so that that just where you and me, people coming together, mm-hmm. and we get to do this together, and and people cleaning up afterwards, that actually um, is a binder, you know, binding people together. If they get to accomplish something together, and especially mm-hmm. if you're invited to help out, and you get to help out, and you say, like, yeah, we, we put on a barbecue. And I've had people come over and say, yeah, come over to our bar, we put on a barbecue each month, you know. they. They don't they're go to church. They're using the word we. Uh-huh. I love that. And, and they come over, you know, maybe for the barbecue, or, um, but they're not going to church or They're not a church member, um, and they're living on the street or they're in some sort of housing, but they're like, yeah, we have a barbecue each month because they have ownership of it. And and that brings people together, that working together, eating together, um, all that. I mean, it's, it, it goes a long way to... To making you and me becoming we is the yeah. coming together, and even the parking team. I
0: know? was just gonna bring up the parking team. Yeah. They're the the first people that anyone who's coming to Ecclesia see, and it's wonderful that we that we've started meeting all together at our eight o'clock meeting, where this the staff meets with and the parking team in the prayer room where we get to pray together, where we get to have some fellowship together, and we see each other is that we're all doing this together on Sunday mornings. And we have formed friendships from mm-hmm. there. We've done celebrations in that time. It's, yeah, it, it's been such a a joy. we We always do these icebreakers every morning. Yeah. and we like this past week, it was, so where were you when the Astros won the World Series? And it was fun to hear, yeah, I was uh, um, I was in the tunnel where I sleep, and the noise was deafening, and people were honking their horns till two a m. And um uh, one of the, I think one of the guys said he, like went to Minute Maid just to be part of the celebrations afterwards, and and some people were there, and some of us were at home watching TV, and and there were some who were just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm so excited about the parking team. Tell so we have the parking team portraits on our one of our gallery walls in our space. Tell me about that experience for those guys whose portraits are up there?
1: Well, I, I think you can see it in their faces how how much pride they have in being on the parking team and mm-hmm. then being asked to have their portrait taken. I mean, we, we get our portrait taken for put on the website and just seems part of the job, And um, but I think when – not only the eight o'clock meeting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but being asked to have their portrait taken, um, as part of the park team, um, just, to, just the, the, the enjoyment that they, they received from that. they we all want to be part of something. And that kind of solidified it, that, and it, it took a long time to kind of get to the parking team to that, you, the invitation to come in at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a community, loving people into community. Yeah. Um, so it's not just what I do, and, and it's not just what you do, but it's the, even the people in the parking lot who are coming each and every morning who take the time to say hi and get to know people. And at one time, people in um, – um, we're giving candy or allowing the kids to run up and say hi to to whoever was attending in that particular area of the parking lot. Uh-huh. So just being being recognized is it it brings a sense of pride and, and joy mm-hmm. and happiness, and you can see it in their faces. I mean, Paul. I mean, he's he's he captures those you know oh. those moments really well, and he's a nice guy, so people open up to him. Yeah, but. He he pulled it out of them, and it's there. Um, Yeah, so they they really did enjoy it, yeah, yeah.
0: I remember Carlos telling, I I saw him, he approached me, he approached have you seen my picture yet on the wall? I mean, just so excited. I said, you know, my picture's never been on the wall.
1: Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he Uh, loves it. Well, Manny, how, so for people who are interested in, in being a part of Nostoy, what what would you tell them?
1: Um, I, I I would tell them just try it out. Just come. I mean, for whatever reason. I mean, we've had people show up because they needed to do community service. We had people mm-hmm. show up because of projects that they needed to do for school, mm-hmm. um, college projects. Um, people who are doing out of really compelled by their faith mm-hmm. to do it. But whatever the reason, just come and just try it out. I mean, just just show up one Sunday and say, I want to help out. Or show up at a barbecue and say, hey, come on, I want to help out. Um, don't do that at day after Thanksgiving. Please sign up, please. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't but, uh, show up like, today after Thanksgiving. Please <laughs> yeah, sign
1: up. Yeah, please sign up. But any, just show up and just be like, hey, I want to help out and and that's part of one of the main reasons why we do what we do is like when I first went started to dive deeper into my faith was um I needed a place to grow mm-hmm. it's like what can I do and I didn't know what I was capable of doing or what I wanted to do so I had to explore different things to do like God, you are so good to me, like what can I do? Mm-hmm. And this is what I have is little I feel like a little, you know, the widow with a couple of pennies mm-hmm. coming through mm-hmm. and be like, This is all I have. It's like, but I'm willing to give it and offer it. And so and then we don't never know we don't ever know what's gonna happen from that. And and we I would like to think that we are designed in a way for people to get involved as much as they want to, or as little as they mm-hmm. want to, however mm-hmm. it works out for you. But you can definitely grow if you want to sink your teeth into this, that we always wanted to expand people's capacity to love. Mm. And I think that's where it. So, you know, we want to rub up against those boundaries of your capacity to love.
0: Yeah.
1: Once you go past that, you're in the zone where you may not grow or learn or anything because it can be really, you know, it can be traumatic or it can be full attention. But if you can brush up against, push up against those boundaries of what you mm-hmm. thought was your capacity to love, then you start pushing those out a little bit further. Yeah. Then you can find out, hey, I, I, I can do this. I can do this a little bit more. I can do more. Yeah. And then finally, you know, the love that you thought you were capable of, you're leaving that behind that you're actually growing into a greater capacity to love. I think if we're doing things well, that's what's happening with people when they come serve with us.
0: Manny, that is, that's beautiful. Um, Inviting people to consider pushing out their capacity to love. That's incredible. Yeah,
1: that's what we're asked to do. Love each other. (sighs) Love God, love each other.
0: Yeah. I feel like there's so much more that we could talk about, but maybe we just have those people come talk to us in person about it.
1: (laughs) I would love that, yeah.
0: Thanks, Manny.